This is episode 000017. Trying to get to the brown note. Coming to you from the nuclear fusion reactor of beard that is this room I'm in. <laughs> it's the tone control. Yes. Live! Yeah, what's going on, Derek? This Where must sound we? really bizarre. <laughs> uh, We're in your parents' living room. We are. <laughs> I came to visit New England, and so we decided we were going to do a special episode. And it turns out there's people here. Yay! Yay. All right. Including some close personal friends and family. And, and the wife. And a dog. And a wife and a dog. And a the dog's and a fiance. fiance. Yep. That's my boy. The dog is usually present. <laughs> and local post rock legend Vessel. <laughs> We've been talking about having you guys on forever. Oh yeah. And now it's, here we are. It's about so time. It's Very finally happening. It was actually easier to get us like in the same room than yeah. it was to coordinate the time. <laughs> I'm going to edit this and put it right at the beginning. This episode is filmed in front of a live studio audience, and it's brought to you by Pedal Genie. Go to pedalgenie.com slash tone control. All your pedal wishes granted. Now let's get to the episode. Hurry up already. <laughs> so, so what do you got? Uh, this is weird. We're in the same room. I don't see you. <laughs> I was going to blame that talking over each other on Skype delay. Nope. Uh, but it's not here this time, so... Uh, what do you think? Should we start out with news? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was rhetorical. It's not rhetorical this time. You're in the same room as us. So, <laughs> so first up, TC. Okay, so TC Electronic Alter Ego X4. Derek, what? go. Oh, man. All right, so we were, we, you and I were just talking about uh, the TC Flashback X4. Derek is just gesturing to Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I were talking about him too. Yeah, but that's not funny. <laughs> I just gestured to Justin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, so this is a Pro Guitar Shop exclusive. Uh, it's another version of the Flashback X4, but it's all voiced on vintage echoes, including the script lettering. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, um, so this is 12 all-new sounds based on Pro Guitar Shop's Vintage Echo Collection. I guess the people who work there own a whole bunch of really cool... Man, this thing looks awesome, doesn't it? Yeah. The knobs are smaller, which I, I think is a strange choice, because you can the one I have, you can turn them with your foot. But uh, all the controls are the same. So it's a regular X4-sized uh, pedal. So it's like the, the four-wide TC size. And three presets, tap tempo, the looper, all that's the same. Um, but you have 12 new sounds. Or that, well, I guess maybe 11, because there's a 2290 on this also. But uh, Echoplex, uh, two Vincent Echo Rec voices, a Roland Space Echo, 
an EHX Echo Flanger with two different settings, I think. Um, there's a Deluxe Memory Man, two options for that. The Telray Super Organ Tone. Some of these I haven't even heard of. Wow. Um, and like, yeah, the Deluxe Memory Man has the vibrato setting and the chorus setting. Hmm. So this is going to do like everything except the the strictly digital stuff, like the reverse and the looping? Yeah, or is... well, it has the looper. Okay. Um, and all the looper controls still. And the four tone print banks and the subdivision switch and all mm -hmm. that's the same. It's just the delays that are different and obviously the style of the pedal. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, three tone prints, oh, sorry, four tone prints, three presets, the quarter dotted eighth, quarter plus dotted eighth, subdivision, looper, tap tempo, stereo in and out, midio in and out. So midio? Is that what you just said? in and out. You sure you didn't say midio? Nope. I'm Play not. back the tape. Can we get the <laughs> sonographer? So um, it, it, it's kind of just an update for. Oh. Maine is at, calling me. Hold on. Mr. Popular. Pause the show. Hello. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. You're calling me on a different number. <laughs> So what what up? Where are you? Where are you? Okay. All right. Yeah. See you soon. Okay. Sorry. Unpause. We're back. <laughs> Adam's coming. Anyway. All right. So where, where were we? There's a delay pedal or something. I don't remember. We had a delay. I think we can just wrap it up. Yeah, that's not going to get any better than that, folks. <laughs> So there's not much more to be said about this. I mean, does, do you guys have any like thoughts on this? And we can watch the video for a little bit, maybe. You guys want to play I the want demo? To hear it so I can yeah. get excited. All right, here's a demo video. the way it, it he, he's able to get it really like it's going to just get out of control but yeah. then it falls back right off of it right the way you set these with the expression pedals like you do toe down setting toe up other setting yeah and then everywhere in between it kind of it gets in between so it's not just one or the other so if you have toe down set to like just over self self oscillation or just add it um you can really kind of control that you can ride it right way. there at the top right yeah so, this is Pro Guitar Shop exclusive. I'm not sure if we mentioned that, but... Um, oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again. Pro Guitar Shop exclusive. Stand clear. <laughs> Which means it's going to be out of stock tomorrow. Right, yeah. Because so, that's what happens. Yeah, $269.95. Not, so, not that much more than the... Uh, 20 bucks more than... Than the, the actual... One. The standard X4? Yeah. Hmm. So it's a feature change. It's not really like it's a sound change. The features yeah, are, the functionality is the same. What well, doesn't have the it doesn't have the reverse though. Right, but that's a delay sound from the old one. It's like this doesn't have the slap. Reverse feels different to me than the I know, other delays. No, I, I okay. agree. But <laughs> I'm calling I'm calling it out. That's probably their answer to that. <laughs> All right. Well, that you know, these vintage shit didn't have. Uh, <laughs> They didn't have reverse, right? That's a never mind. Could you run a tape delay in reverse? No, you'd have to you have to It'd make a Mobius same, strip of tape. Oh. To, to get it to right? <laughs> no, that wouldn't work either. <laughs> the tape tape is the same side of tape forever. Mobius strip. Okay. Mobius strip of tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's one. 
Um, yeah. Well, that's that's it, kids. That's all the news I brought. No, I'm just <laughs> no. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to your thing yet. Yeah, I actually put a news item on the list for the show. <laughs> a special occasion calls for. I'm extremely non-participatory. <laughs> so next up, uh, Fractal Audio announces the FX8. Kind of, we've talked about Fractal. Fractal makes, bit. I guess, the best uh, amp modeling in the universe. Mm-hmm. There's this one other company that makes the amp that can um, actually sample another amp. Yeah, um, I just I keep forgetting what it's called. Forget it's like Kemper. Two. Kemper. Kemper. Right. Kemper. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know Trivium's using those now. Yeah, I heard good things about them. So that's supposed to be good. So this is the other that the strictly. <clears throat> but the Kemper like stuff. listens to your amp, right? Yeah. And, you have to like run signal through it and, and yeah, and then it makes a clone. It, it makes it yeah. You can, so you can save multiple amps. You go to some yeah. studio with a cool amp and you can like just go amp. to a guitar center and go into one of their uh, rooms and, <laughs> rooms and just steal all their amps for free. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. That's pretty <laughs> the fact that that technology exists right? kind of blows amazing. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty one well. thing to have good modeling like like Fractal does, but so Fractal's supposed to have the best modeling out there, and they've made. I guess their their whole system. They've put it into a foot controller instead of an amp. Is that is that dog? Is that all right? <laughs> I'm having a great time. My, my dog is climbing up and all over John. I like it. It's good. <laughs> I expect that that panting is going to be all over this recording. I'm not going to try to remove it. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Was I talking? So about this something? is the the just effects portion of the XFX2, I think. It, I don't think oh, it does okay. the cabs and amp modeling necessarily, uh, but I'm, there's kind of not much out of it. So that's it? Yet. It's just the pedal? It's just, it? yeah, it's just the big, it looks like a foot controller, like a MIDI controller. That's awesome. But I'm, I'm sure you can control a head with it. It'll do amp channel switching, I know that much. Hmm. Um, and you can edit all the uh, presets on the unit itself or using, I think they've got some desktop software to use with it also. But um, oh, USB port, right? True bypass and relay outputs. Mm-hmm. And it'll have two expression pedal inputs, so you can have one wah, one volume, or stereo pan, or something like that. Wow. Um, it seems like the fractal answer to the M13, and yes. that's what you guys have. We right? use right? M13. Okay. We all have We all, yes. I got M5 now. He had it, yeah. He downgraded to the M5 because that's a bass player. Obviously, he didn't need all this. Yeah, I'm like, why do I have step four effects? And that's what... Uh, Kevin, the guy you uh, yeah, he, he was, uses an M13 too. I, yeah. I heard him say that. Such a good pedal, dude. Mufasa. <laughs> Sorry, the dog is still, he's moved on. Um, he's getting on, his flavor. He's, of, beard. he's yeah, tasting, like tasting drummer. What does drummer taste like, buddy? It's pretty good. He's like yeah. taking me out for dinner afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just take a minute and talk about the number of beards in this room? <laughs> oh, this is a beard. There's a lot of beard yeah, in here. It's true. So I okay. When you put this on the list, I I thought that we're back to sorry. We're back to the actual show now. Um, when, when you put Settle this on down, the list, everybody. everybody be quiet. The adults are talking. Uh, when you put this on the list, I thought it was going to be the whole fractal business in a I'm, foot control. I'm not sure though. I mean. It's still just kind of a leak. Uh, oh, the story's just a leak. This is so the only photo I've seen of it. Um, I don't think it's. They're just down in Plasto. 
Sure. Yes. Sure. We, we can drive down there and break in. <laughs> I don't think you can visit, though. My friend I Travis has don't. one, and he said you can't visit. But he said it's like a room the size of... Uh, it's it's a, just a very small place with like seven old guys that work there. He said they're like older, he said they're like older gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like, like they wear suits? Just nerds. Or? Just nerds, no. Oh, okay. And they're just so nerds who like know a lot of yeah. stuff and uh, program stuff all day. But that's it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, it looks like it's a... It... It looks like it's just an effects controller by the picture, but um, I think it's that it'll it'll control effects in the MIDI sense on other products, but it's also got all of their stuff built into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's it yeah. just seems like it would be a nice it might be a nice product for somebody they don't have you know if you're doing the thing where you're going right into a PA right you yeah. don't need an amp you know if you're if that's if that's all. I, <laughs> oh, the dog. Oh, God. <laughs> Distraction. <laughs> Number 206. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway. Mean, as, as more develops on this, we're, we're going to talk about it. It's got sure. all the stuff. It's got a looper, um, banks up and down. I'm sure you can store all kinds of crazy presets with it, but... Bless you. Oh, Bless you. As if we needed more interruptions <laughs> to the show. I'm going to have such a time editing this garbage. Okay. We're just going to throw this one out. Yeah, this might be... This might or, never no, see the light we're going to lose all the subscribers. All of our subscribers. I still quit. subscribe. I'll listen to us. We'll be, we'll, be we'll be like, I heard that one. How I was many there. times have you said this? Have we said that we've alienated all... In- Every other week, I insult all of our subscribers. Yeah, then you apologize, and yeah. we all move it's on. It's an abusive relationship. Okay, what's what's this now on my screen? Oh, I don't have that page. Hang on. Time out. Oh, sorry, I clicked. Okay, so hold on. This one's mine. Okay. Next up. Do your job. Uh, positive Grid uh, releases an uh, update, or I guess a new version of the Jam Up app for iPad, and I guess it's going to exist on iPhone now, too. I've heard killer things about Jam Up. Yeah. yeah so, he says it's great for metal. I know this, uh, he's a metal guy named Aaron, mm-hmm. and he uses the Jam Up, and he he recommended it to me. He said it just sounds unreal. So I haven't, I haven't actually played with it or heard it personally. Yeah, but. yeah, this is the app. We talked about this, I think, when it was still at the end of development or something. We but talked it, about Bias, which is the amp. Right, that's rail. the amp one. Right. I okay, think, so this I think is the, the other one is like your whole signal path, right? Yeah. Jam up and bias. Oh, okay, I got you. So jam up is an amp and, and a pedal effects system chain piled right. all, all up. And I think it, it probably communicates with those other apps mm-hmm. from Oh right, with the with the, the way <laughs> iPads pass audio around and so on. So you could yeah, you could like change out different tubes and stuff like that in, inside the amp model right on mm-hmm. the iPad and it's supposed to model technology is crazy, man. It it's is super crazy. Truly. I actually just saw someone demoing. I think with this update, a Bluetooth um, foot controller that had just like four big switches on it. They oh, were kind nice. of soft touch, like rubber switches, and you could just. <laughs> it was really small. It was actually. It was only like. I'm gesturing to my microphone. <laughs> it wasn't very big, um, and it was just so you could really quickly jump between. You know, you're if you were running a whole show with your iPad or your iPhone, which I wouldn't, but you could <laughs> imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what would happen if I saw that. If that was the gimmick, that could be the gimmick for your band, right? right. We all, yeah, we all just play. Get on it, guys! Hey, look, there's a there's a, here's a video of Jam Up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seven strings. That's a 
yes. That is so <laughs> that was pretty serious. <laughs> so That's what the dog thinks about it. Yeah. <laughs> Dog's getting aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty serious. All two iPads and then the solo played on a cracked <laughs> iPhone. Uh, do you guys also see the the bald? I, I'm sorry, I don't know these guys by name, but the the one with the bald, the, bald, the, bald, yeah. the one with the not hair, yes. has uh, with his fan fret guitar. Oh yeah. Did yeah. you guys notice that? No, I didn't even. Yeah. I hadn't seen a fan fret guitar oh, playing anything besides yeah. jazz until now. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't notice. Like, really? Yeah, they, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's a perfect so It's for for better intonation. Oh, okay. yeah. And I've also seen them just today. I was reading. Um, I forget the name of the company, but so like the scale length is different. From that yeah, so I saw like um, the it's low hard. E had like a half inch longer scale length than the high E. Basically, that's so for weird. <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. But it's so you can get like the same tension across all strings, uh, I guess, and like still that. be a pitch. Hmm. I like Charlie that. Hunter. That makes sense. Yep. Charlie Hunter, the jazz player, yep. plays bass and uh, oh, plays for himself, and it, it really sounds like he's got a bass player in the room, and then he improvises over. He can actually be playing bass chords, and it's all fingerstyle, but the intonation is really funky on. And well, his his that guitar has like three or something bass strings and then a few guitar strings. That's the guy that did, did that John Mayer song, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 The guitar has two yeah. separate like it has a it, two separate electronic sections that has bass pickups and guitar pickups That's in it right. too. He so play, he can, and he plays it fingerstyle. Yeah. He's, he's real good on it, but he uses a lot of modulation to try to kind of vary the intonation problem. Right. Mm. Hmm. That's, I think that's like eight string. Yeah. That he has like. What's the name of that song? I remember. I'm trying to think of it too. Yeah. In repair. No, that's Paper no. It's not for the studio next time. Yeah. Is it? No. It's in repair. Yeah. 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 Because the I organ that, sound. That sounds right. The organ sound in that is not an organ. It's no, it's a pod. Right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Turn your world upside down. <laughs> what was the pog? Well, that's we yeah. recorded some bits through a pog. Was that the the uh, the pod farm simulation yeah. of the pog? Yeah. I think I've been throwing those into. I think I threw a couple of those into the last episode. That's that's the funniest pedal going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got one on my list from Pedal Genie. So. So yeah, so we were pretty excited about bias being the, the little tube swapping nonsense, but this is now this yeah. we've seen this video. This is pretty serious. Oh, Dropbox support too. Cool. cool, cool, cool. All right, I like it. Yeah, and that sucker is. It'll be the gateway drug to the X. Free. I think it's free. Right? Well, Jamup XT is free. There's a few versions of the app. So it's free. This version is. I think there's others that have better control. Right. Wow! Is there more a, control? Is there a drawback to having the three version? No, you probably don't. Not you get, having you get more yeah. models the with the one that you buy. Only ten bucks. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty. Metal expansion. Just, ten bucks. You just bucks. made them ten bucks when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should now get. Well, look, look at in the kickback. <laughs> look, if you, if, you, if you buy all this stuff though, yeah. you spend like a hundred bucks. Like there's yeah. a there's a lot of little upgrade packs, you know, like right. But it, it's so like if you, you buy the ones that you're into, yeah, right. And if you have like um, an interface between your guitar and your iPad, which is probably another hundred bucks, that's still cheaper than yeah. right. That's still cheaper than uh, something like a Fractal. Right? Yeah, but this is something like you could use. <laughs> it's not your, as good necessarily. Any of those Apogees yeah. or um, things like that, you can definitely According use. According to that video, is that it was the best effects processor on the planet. Well. <laughs> Well, the, I think the small, you need to buy it the small print right us. under that was 
on an iOS device. But right. yes, I mean, we, <laughs> we um, no doubt, no Didn't doubt. This <laughs> so, have any of you guys signed up for Pedal Genie yet? I went on the website. That's close. Sign up for you. <laughs> well, he just had a baby, so that's his right. Excuse. You have a really good reason. <laughs> the rest of you guys, you don't. Right. Sorry, right. sign up. <laughs> um, my new pedal should be here tomorrow. I'm really excited about it. My new pedal arrived at my house uh, after I left to come here to New England, so yeah. it's okay. it's sitting in your mailbox. It's there, saying, waiting for me. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so what is Pedal Genie? Hit me with it. Pedal Genie is like Netflix for your guitar pedals. Yeah, that's it. You go, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. That's what they tell us. It's like Netflix for guitar gear, basically. You create a wish list of all kinds of cool pedals uh, that you want to try out, and they send it to you for a monthly rate, and you get to keep it as long as you want, send it back whenever you want, all postage paid. What if you'd like it's to purchase awesome. it? That's something I think is in the works. I know I've, I've talked with... Um, the question, by the way, the question was, what if you'd like to purchase it? <laughs> I got, I was at, least I know the question. at least I know they're laughing at me instead of with me. I think, yeah, I, there's been talk of, of some kind of... Like a rent-to-own. A rent-to-own system, because that's, I mean... I think that's a lot of what people are going to want to use Pedal Genie for is trying things out and finding. And you're yeah. going to discover there's something that you have to keep. Yeah. And I mean, you could keep it, it just for, you know, for $35 a month. Right. right. <laughs> keep and your Pedal Genie subscription and you don't have to send it back. Right. But you, you if, no you want to get, if you want to try another pedal out, yeah, you send it back and you'll get your next one. Right. But the, the, the whole thing about this is like, it's about trying stuff out. It's not about like trying it out and keeping it. <laughs> so if I was like, I, I had a, a pedal a while back that I almost certainly will buy someday, but you know, I just am more interested at the moment. <laughs> Dog attack. Dog attack. The mic stand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm more interested at the moment in trying out all kinds of cool stuff, and Pedal Genie lets us do that. So you, like I said, you keep it as long as you like. It's thirty four ninety five a month, but the first month is only a buck. So there's really no reason to not try it out. And can you cancel any time? Whoa. You can cancel any time. You can cancel any time. If course. you had to. If you had to, but come on. Look at this thing. It's got joysticks on it. <laughs> There's that? a pedal here with, it's like a PlayStation controller. It's awesome. Pedal. That's the Walrus Audio um, Janus. Janus? Oh, Janus. Yes. Wait, yeah, it's yeah. a tremolo fuzz, and you like have XY controls. That's, 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 so, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting take on yeah. pedals. But I guess you'll have to sign up for, for Pedal Genie to, um, where's my add to wishlist button? Are you signed in? <laughs> Not signed in. Oh, you're signed in. It's on my yeah, list. Okay. I can't right. wait for it to get here. That sucker's on my list now. Uh, so that means I'm going to get it at some point when I send back one of the other pedals that I'm going to have. What do you have in your mailbox right now? Uh, in my mailbox right now, I have uh, the... Oh, shoot. Oh, the Bit Commander? Yes, Bit Commander from uh, Earthquaker. Which I'm really excited about. That's one of the first ones I put on my list. Ha ha ha! I was just saying to you the other day, you got all the weird pedals, and I've been getting like all yeah. nice, clean, clear overdrives and boosts and delays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. I get pedals that disguise my bad playing. I like the <laughs> arpeggiator one that you got there. Yes. That was pretty cool. I, I like the, the It was cool. Sound. I bet somebody who was good at guitar could find a way to make it musical. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that was Earthquaker, right? Uh, yes. The... Um, 
Parpanoid. Parpanoid, right. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. So what'd you have? I had the Empress tape delay, mm-hmm. which was uh, really, really, really hard to send back. It had, I, I just like wrote up a thing today about like a little review for the site and it quickly turned into just explaining what everything does. <laughs> And I'm just going to, like, leave it to the reader to figure out, like, why that's important to you. <laughs> because I can't keep writing about it. But um, across the top, there's four mini toggles, each with three settings. There's four knobs, some of which change what they do depending on the above settings. Yep. There's two foot switches, bypass and tap. Uh, which I assume turn into presets right, on so some of the modes. The pedals doesn't ship in preset mode, but you can open it up and activate okay. preset functionality. It also ships in buffered bypass. So you get trails once the delay is off, Mm -hmm. which is pretty awesome. And then you get full functionality of all the knobs and stuff while things repeat after you've turned the pedal off. So it's got tape age, new, vintage, and old, which vintage and old, I guess. (laughs) Well, it's become progressively older. Yeah. So that's basically the saturation level of the tape. So new is very clean and digital sounding, uh, which made it a little tough for me to keep my eye on my flashback because I use the digital delay setting all the time. Uh, but if this was set on new, it would be easy to kind of cover that ground, I think. It sounds... It it sounds since the tape is so new, it sounds like okay. a digital delay, yeah. practically. There's like no uh, saturation at that point. It's just mm-hmm. kind of standard. Vintage, it adds like some subtle modulation and chorusing, and then uh, old, it's more of the modulation <clears throat> and... It just kind of gets darker and muckier, basically. Mm-hmm. So uh, delay time, which that's basically, it's the tap switch or the delay time knob, and the, there's just slow and fast. It's just how what range of time the delay knob adjusts. When you're in tap mode, it, it turns into a subdivision mode, kind of like the, uh, what do you call it? You had the uh, tremolo. The trem, yeah. Right. Feedback is uh, obviously feedback. It's, it'll self-oscillate. And then it's got an output level, which I've never seen on a delay before. Other than like mix, you know, it's got right. an output level, which I think is really interesting. So you can turn your mix knob on this all the way down to zero. And use it as a, as a boost? Yeah. Because sometimes certain delays you can kind of lose some, like in loud situations you can lose a lot of your signals punch, I feel yeah. like. So output will help you compensate for that. And it's got a high pass filter, a low pass filter and then two modulation settings for little or lots. And that's basically the, um, that's kind of it in a nutshell. And when you, what's really cool is when you're in uh, the slow or fast setting and your delay time knob is basically, yeah, so when your delay time knob is set wherever it would be and you hit the tap, it just stops the repeats. So if you're doing huh. long delays and your chords um, don't work well together in the repeats, you can just tap it and it'll stop the repeats dead in the tracks and start again. Like, like muting a piano. Yeah, basically. Really handy feature. Um, I wish I could do that with what I have. but <laughs> So I, I kind of left it on the vintage setting. Uh, I, you know, tap tempo, the delay time was kind of whatever, whatever you're feeling like at the time. And then the filters was really interesting because you can cut the lows or you can cut the highs and then the delay sort of sits in your playing a little differently. If you cut the highs out, it's like just underneath kind of making a wash and it's nice and subtle. But if you cut the highs, it kind of, or if you cut the lows rather, it's eventually sounds like it's coming out of a telephone, you know, Mm -hmm. so like it it loses that fidelity. Um, And modulation, 
the two settings are really very similar, but it's the change is more with how long your delays are. So longer the delay, the more modulation you're going to get on either of those two. Okay. So if you have a long, long delay on the lots of modulation setting, it's going to really pitch bend and really crackle and warble and stuff. Really awesome pedal. I would totally get one. Like if I had to part with my X4 for whatever mm -hmm. reason, this would be really high on the list to check out. Sounds like a lot of features in a really small footprint. It is a ton of features. Like I, that's what I was saying earlier. I just kept writing about it, just explaining what everything does. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, delay pedals, so delay pedals that have this much going on are usually like, uh, right, like DL four sized. Yeah, or, they're like giant, yeah. giant pedals. Tomorrow, I've got the Cattle and Bread Dirty Little Secret Mark III coming. Yeah. Which is like another Marshall Super Lead style. It's a secret, though, so. Right. Just keep it on the, the third one. <laughs> 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 so, um, that's that's the deal with Pedal Genie, and they sponsored this podcast, and we thank them for that. They make us uh, do cool stuff with cool pedals. I Yay. love it. Do they have uh, any Yay. even tied pedals? Eventide, that's I'm a good question. I don't know. They I know they do have Strymon. Which makes my heart happy. Yeah, I had their compressor in. Don't see Eventide yet. No, we can send them we can send them they're they're receptive to requests to pick up different manufacturers. I know I've talked to I would them definitely size up if they carried Eventide. So tell them the H9 or something. Uh the that's uh what is it called? The space. Yeah, Eventide oh, space. Okay. It's, ah. just, it's amazing. I wanted to try one out, but they're five hundred bucks. Yeah, I can't. I think they've got most <laughs> of the Strymon line. Can you go down to that? Yeah, eleven. So eleven Strymon pedals. Boy, the Flint is on my list. Me too. Absolutely. The minute I can afford something like that, I'm I gonna, think these are all on my I'll list. I'll buy it. I don't see like <laughs> all the knobs in the timeline. Yeah. Like three. Yeah. I think it's three three hundred. Yeah. yeah. Even their rotary speaker simulator, it's like, I, I don't even feel the need for something yeah. like that, but it's so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's the story. Pedalgenie.com. Go there, or go to pedalgenie.com slash tone control so they know you came from us and uh, make your wish list. And then once you're populated to the point where you start, your drool has started to pool onto your uh, lap, you can <laughs> actually sign up and make your account that's go active. Nice. It's just the dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, they'll start sending you pedals. You can keep them as long as you want. Send them back when you're done with no late fees, and they'll send you the next one on your list. And guess what? The first month's only a dollar. So how's that? 
That's sweet. Sweet. Yeah, they're pretty confident Ooh, that their right. service is not garbage because it's totally not garbage. They're gonna basically give you a free month <laughs> to prove it to you. Yeah. So. All right, that's the story. They Thank even have you. stuff that's like I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, I was gonna say they even have stuff that's like tuners and signal path operation stuff. <laughs> yeah, boring crap. Like, like ABY things if you need that. Like, <laughs> you can try all that stuff. That's something you don't think pedal. of as effects pedals. Sure. So anyway, yeah, pedal genie. Yeah, love those guys. All right. Hey, I feel like this room is just dying to have just an actual conversation about stuff. So let's blast out the rest of these news items. Heck yes. What do you think? What is this? What this is, is this? the Korg new vibe. Oh, wow. Univibe reissue. It's two pedals in a pedal. Mm. Yeah. It comes with the expression pedal. How cool is that? That's nice. It should for $500. <laughs> I'm not getting Gas. Ouch. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> so this is an exact recreation of the original circuit of the, uh, the original Univibe. But with a few added features, most notably this lovely waveform, you can customize. The graph, graphic EQ. Yeah. So it's a chorus vibrato pedal, but everybody knows kind of what a univibe sounds like. It's that kind of warbly, not quite a phaser sort of sound. Mm -hmm. um, so Korg collaborated with the original designer of the univibe to make this. There was uh, many years in the making, I guess. Um, so you've got a chorus vibrato toggle switch, which I believe the original had. I know a lot of um, clones have that. Yeah. And then uh, your regular bypass switch, intensity, uh, intensity, speed, and volume knobs, and an included expression pedal, which is great because you can. Part of the cool thing about these pedals is that you can ramp the speed. That's what, yes. what that controls. So the waveform sliders are what really have have my attention on this. Like, I've, I've kind of thought about getting a So that's five. not... It's like not it, it looks no. like a graphic EQ, the way that it's... it's the It adjusts ten, the ten pulse sliders. of the, the vibrato, or the pulse of the chorus, basically. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's really neat. It's yeah. Very, like I, can, I think I can see what that does. Right. It, <laughs> that's because it's graphic. Unfortunately, <laughs> you, the listener, cannot. <laughs> so it lets you um, customize the shape of that groovy vibe, man. <laughs> As I wrote in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a video here if you want to check it out. Hello. We're switching to the demo. Yeah, that's decided to recreate the original Univibe from the 60s, they went straight to the source and listed the original <laughs> to help them design the new Chord New Vibe. The new vibe recreates the original effect using a mind-boggling 79 transistors in a discrete circuit. Not content with a simple reissue, Korg added some exciting modern features, including true bypass, Battery operations and <laughs> for sculpting your own unique LFO waveforms. The new Vibes control set includes knobs for volume, intensity, and speed, and a foot switch for toggling between chorus and vibrato modes. The included expression pedal allows the player to control the speed of the new Vibes modulation with their foot. And just like the original, rocking the pedal to the heel down position bypasses the effect for ultimate real-time control oh. on stage. That's the money. Just follow the markers on the sliders for that classic double pulsing waveform. 
Bypass. That's what's up. That probably yeah. belongs on like all expression. You know day. what's great though is that means you could put this in a rack. That the actual pedal oh, itself yeah. and have the expression yeah. controller out on the stage. Oh I get man! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> little Cylon on your pedal strippers. That's right. Yeah. So pretty awesome. I've kind of toyed with the idea about getting a Univibe type pedal for a long time, just because I I don't know love that sort of modulation stuff, but. I uh, never really pulled the trigger yeah. on it, and now this is like obviously the one you have to get. Yeah, no, it's cool. So, um, MSR Justin, just did one too. Justin had a Univibe, uh, you know, like reissue. Oh of the right, deal that yeah. he was play. that a Roto Vibe? It it's the I think the, he had the full tone one. Oh okay. Is yeah. full tone make one? Or make yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that Univibe? Uh, it's, or it's a Univibe type. Yeah, it had the um, like this. It had like a switch on the side oh, that you can cool. kick it yeah. with the side of your foot. So it's basically just an expression pedal size, like a wah pedal size deal. Right. Yeah. Um, it had some other probably parameters on the sides and stuff. There was something. Yeah, there was something about intensity or whatever, and then the speed was the um, the expression control, which he used in some songs. I don't know if they made it into the theme song for the show. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think we ever explained what the theme song for the show is. I've always wondered that. Oh yeah, that's. Um, I know. I know too. <laughs> Hey, all right, this is a good thing. So Adam just walked in. So Adam used to play bass in a band called The Speed of Film that I played guitar and sang in, and that is the theme for the intro and the outro of the show that we've been using for most of the episodes, except for the first couple. Yeah. I don't recall getting permission for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's what we've been using. Um, we decided it was a band that doesn't exist anymore. Um, Ouch. And so nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to need permission. The music is sort of extant in the world. Yeah, it's public domain music. Um, and it's loud guitars. Yeah, like I found some guitar-heavy sections to um, to kind of use, so it fits. Anyway, yeah, so that's, like what we, that's what we've been I using. I've always enjoyed the intro. Music. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> About four years Fair. too late. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's fine. We had fun. Um, that's that's the way it is with music. You play music for a while and you record it. That's why it's called a record. All right. So anyway. Good boy. Um, I'm good. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. So that's the that's the Korg unit new new vibe. Sorry. Yeah. Keep wanting to call it Univibe. I was going to say, if anybody has $500, yeah, they wouldn't rather spend on a Strymon pedal. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right, all right. One more, one more. One more. Okay. What the heck is this? Digitech. Come I, out I'm, of nowhere. Nobody uses it. I always want to come out up front before I hear about what this pedal does and say, I'm not inclined to like Digitech. I think they seem crummy. <laughs> Am I, think, I wrong? I think you're nope. right. A lot, of people, <laughs> a lot of people still really love the whammy. 
Oh, yeah. 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 So this, so the whammy has got an expression on it that you can like ramp between an octave, for for example, um, or you can just use that pedal to detune your signal entirely. This is just that part of that pedal. So oh, so it's just, just the, the signal, detuner. the detuner part of the whammy pedal right. in a little stomp box. Right. So it's a little, it's got a rotary knob on it and a single foot switch. It's a polyphonic drop tune pedal that goes from one semitone down to one octave. So you can see here, setting one. Guitar down one semitone, two two semitones, all the way down to octave, and then octave plus dry signal, which is kind of like a awesome sub octave sound. Hmm. Sometimes you see that mixed with a fuzz pedal. Yeah. Um, so it's got an option for a momentary switch, like there's a toggle on the top to make the switch momentary or latching. Oh right, so cool. it would it would drop when you stomp on the switch and then yeah. release. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yep. So yeah, it rose in a box. Kind of, except it's it's to a predetermined. <laughs> it only does one thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't get the the, the dive down. It's just right. like it's you know normal, and then you're dropped, and then you're back right. to normal kind of thing. The whammy would be there's no trap. Right. And then I just saw we didn't put it in the notes, but I just saw they along with this pedal they released some other uh, detuner type pedal that is not on. Uh, not on a semitone kind of scale, so you can just dial in your pitch, Ooh, basically. Gross. I'm pretty sure. I don't know about that. But <laughs> Does it go to 432? Uh-huh. <laughs> There's not much left about this. It's true yeah. bypass, 9-volt uh, power supply included. It's just a cool single stop size pedal. I need a video. Yeah, this we, um, I, it's coming soon. It, it was just announced a few days ago. So, oh, so there's probably... I, I don't video. think it's hit stories yet, okay. but... Um, because I don't, I, I'm having trouble picturing exactly what the the whammy has so many different effects yeah. in it that I'm like it has know. like up a fifth, you know, up yeah. an octave, that sort of stuff. Uh, but the the whammy has its fan base, so I think this might kind of do better yeah. than I expected. Well, you need it to play the Metalocalypse theme song. That's true. So <laughs> that's true. Obviously, yeah. we all need it. Yeah, it does. I see it on a lot more pedal boards than I expect. Mm-hmm. So. So, all right. So, so this is the one thing Digitech did right, and then they just pulled one feature out of it. Yeah. Did I say what it was called? <laughs> I think so. It's called the the drop from Digitech. Yeah, I'm pretty so. sure we said that. Okay. But I have no idea. I actually, remember. I don't know. Probably did. That's cool. So well, that, um, that's the notes. That's the sorry. That's the news items. So. We did it. And look, we hit a normal time. <laughs> hey. This is yeah. This is how long a normal recording is. Yay! We did it. Um, now we're on. But this isn't a... Yeah, all right. Go home, everybody. <laughs> so, 432. Yeah. Mm. That was Steven's idea. Explain oh. yourself. Yeah. Explain. Uh, <laughs> that's all I... Because when we... All right. So, we ha- we talked about this for a while. And then and then Derek punched it into a tuner. I can do it again. Let's do it right now. That's yes, not... Do- okay. <laughs> and it was so close that I... At least over like over the the streaming like we usually do the show yeah. over video chat, I could hardly hear that there was a difference. So it is really that close. Yes. Yeah, it is I mean, very it's, close. It's, it's not listening. If you're really listening to it, it almost makes you kind of cringe because it's like 
Okay. If you have like perfect pitch, you'd be like, okay. yeah. If I was playing a normal four forty, and he was playing four thirty two, it would sound. You'd hear them disgusting. side by yeah, side. Yeah, it's right. disgusting. It is yeah, horrid. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> so, so what's the story? What makes it? What makes it nice? Why do you like it? I'm trying to get to a point where I can find the brown note with the big. <laughs> <laughs> you figure that'll get you a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> always closer, ever closer. To the <laughs> no, I had seen a lot. I had seen a a lot of uh, articles on um, composers having their um, the orchestras and the orchestras tuned down to mm-hmm. four thirty two hertz and. Uh, trying it out and uh, I had heard somewhere I don't see I wish I had the history on this too I heard somewhere that it was it had been used quite quite some time ago like probably like 90 or so years ago that was the standard mm-hmm. but it just pitch it pitch just lightly goes up and up and up you'll notice like through kind of um, music back in the early 1900s and, hmm. um, you'll notice that pitch just slightly just starts to climb up just a little bit and they said it's just something that naturally happens but it had been at the standard had been for quite a long time 432 um like i said i don't have the exact history on that but i was intrigued by that and i heard that um, there were some you know underground kind of bands trying to make it a standard again and trying it out and you could hear like side by side comparisons like there's this one there's this one really good comparison video of this guy who has an acoustic guitar he plays a classical piece in 440 sounds really beautiful really nice but then 432 it's almost like the guitar just kind of just like breathes you know? mm. like it just kind of has this really so, deeper sound yeah it's so. definitely like possible that the shape you know the mass and shape and length of an instrument could just be just such that if you hit that 432, you might hit like a different set of resonances right. or hit hit them more strongly. Um, I mean, it seems it seems crazy that it would be that slight a difference. I was expecting yeah. it to sound like halfway between a pitch or something. Right, right. You know, it's not even. So. No, yeah. it's I super, I just, I super subtle. Something? But I, no. I, I, so <laughs> I um I I quite blatantly don't know what I'm talking about. But I know just enough to wonder when you mentioned uh, historically that orchestras uh, did this or are doing this. So you said, "Well, they were trying, but they had done." Yeah. So it it just made me think about the largeness of the room and resonances in the room and that sort of thing. I I don't even know where that would lead, but it just got me curious about Mm. that. And if that's a stupid question, you can edit that out. No, I would leave it in if it was a stupid question. <laughs> no, I think no, I think that's that's, that's just as legitimate as as the inside yeah. of a as the soundboard of a guitar, you know, yeah, as the box of that. an acoustic guitar. Right. Absolutely. I mean, they call it Pythagorean. Pythagorean. Yeah, I saw that when I was looking it up. Um, we were like frantically researching <laughs> while we recorded, and I edited a bunch of our conversation out because yeah. we just we dove in, and then I was like, "Whoa!" So I, I cut it way back because we realized we had no idea what we were talking about. But yeah, Pythagorean tuning, and it's some it's supposed to have something to do with um, well, because pitch is uh, logarithmic, right? Or am I? You asked this last time. I asked this last time. Exponential <laughs> or logarithmic? It can't be exponential. No, it's logarithmic. So doubling of frequency is an octave. So so if you tune down a little bit, it would change those ratios in the same way that changing the scale length on a guitar, I guess, would change the ratios a little, just a little bit. 
So, I don't know. I guess I have to I guess I have to try it out too. Shoot. This doesn't answer any of my questions. The ratio, <laughs> it says though, the ratio is also known as a perfect pure fifth. Well the tuning ratio. So well, well, did you say you're 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 starting to play with this? Yeah, we're just kind of experimenting with it. We've got a few practices with it. Yeah. Are you playing material you've already? Yeah. Yes, yeah, our, our own material. We haven't noticed like a huge No, I mean, when you're but... playing it, I mean, it sounds good. Do you have a rough recording of it that no. we could put no. on the podcast? No. Yeah, we will. Uh, so we will. Can... We have another practice. No, but like Next I said, show. if you guys want to use an example, go. To, you can find that acoustic video and you'll, you know, um, really hear the difference. That's how you specify the brand of tuner. <laughs> <laughs> It's hurting me. It's disgusting. It's unfortunate because it makes the second one sound like he's playing poorly. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. But when you think about it, it's just more resonant. It sounds more old time. Yeah. So this I mean, is I don't know this is rounder. Like the highs aren't as right. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's interesting because I'm ex- I was expecting him when you described the video. I was expecting him to play through the song and then play through it again, yeah. so I would have time to get used to it. Oh, right. Yeah, but no. the way he's chopping it up like that. It's just calling all my attention to the fact that he's out of tune. <laughs> it's so I can't. I, I guess from this video, I can't get a feel for whether I think one is better than the other because I just keep hearing, right. "Oh, he's out of tune." And then, I don't think one. I mean, for me, like I don't have a preference. Just from here, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. one is better than the other. It's just a thing, and yeah. I'm sure I would acclimate. Like if I did yeah. a whole day in one tune. What's more important to me in a band sense is that just everybody's communicating properly and your whatever you decide to call A is everybody yeah. decides to call A. Yeah. Whether that be A440 or 432 is who cares really. Yeah. I mean it's the same with uh, like tuning down a half step. I'm sure you don't say the songs when you're like if I was to teach you a riff in E flat I wouldn't say okay it's E flat this and that you know blah blah blah. I yeah. refer to the strings as their right. standard open yeah. tuning. Yeah, yeah, but but there's no way to do um, there's no there's no way to do a real blinded like which of these does the song sound better in because yeah right because well because you can't hear them at the same time right I'm saying like right. if I if I had two recordings and I was blinded as to which was tuned to 432 and which was tuned right. to concert um, I could I would have to listen to them on different days. Right. To not have a reference right. pitch. Right. Yeah. Right. And to not feel like a, I, I are calibrated. Right, exactly. So, so <laughs> wait, but but as as people with really good relative pitch, um the, it, in theory it doesn't really matter too much, but what about somebody with perfect pitch? And then what about what about a serious uh synesthete? Uh, yeah. Uh, they they could see and experience a completely different thing if a song is played in a different key. So what right. would this do? It would probably wreck their whole brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrecking my brain just thinking about it. <laughs> well, that video wrecked my brain yeah. because they made it obvious enough for me, who yeah. had no, I don't have any kind of perfect pitch or anything, but I could sure hear how um, upsetting that was. <laughs> um, so, have you, where do you stand on it now? Have you found a reason to stay there? No, I mean, we're, we're still there. there. Yeah, we're, we're still there. We're just having fun with it. You know, yeah. it's really it just comes down to reference i guess you know we're 
I don't prefer it over but because it's so, because it's so subtle though when you're in the middle of a song can you really sit there and feel like yeah this is way better or this is totally different or do you because maybe it's been a couple days since practice it's hard to yeah. tell I never I haven't really focused on that you know just enough to yeah you know how like some just, days your guitar just sounds better than other days yes <laughs> you tune your drums to have you had all better sounding days yes. yeah. oh my god you know oh well, no, oh, no. Too, too oh that changes everything you that's a tune really your drums. point <laughs> I tune my drums oh, to pitches oh, at 440 ah so now we're going to have to go down to 432. <laughs> so Got to relearn everything. Oh. <laughs> that's Maybe that's curves. the detail you've been missing. Yeah. The drum is going to have this beautiful resonance at 432. Oh, <laughs> 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 and brown note. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kick drum. Yeah, when the kick and the bass come together. That's right. It's like yeah, Captain Vibration. <laughs> No, I'd say just uh, like record an example and then do it do it again in 432. Just, just yeah. try it out. Just experiment yeah. with it and see. Hmm. It's fun though. It's fun just mm-hmm. to with it. I gotta I gotta try it still. I haven't had any. It makes time it sound though. like musically superior too, because like <laughs> we don't tune to normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well that's the thing, well, right? Security, dude, I don't you release a record like, and go, go one. ahead, kids. Yeah. yeah. Learn this one. Right, that's a good <laughs> point. Yeah, <laughs> What's going on here? You guys are going to record it, and one day I'm going to be like, I'm going to learn a vessel song. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) Every song to a different hertz. Oh my God. For years. That would be amazing. For years. One day you're going to roll 10 guitars episodes and stumble upon this. Or six. Very good. Very good. So how's it going, Adam? I feel like I'm outmatched a little bit since I've been out of the industry for four uh, years now. So four years have you been playing? It's an industry. The biz is the biz. A biz of having a full-time job and occasionally playing music on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. We all know that though. Yeah. Now I just have the job. Yeah. <laughs> I got a baby now, so. I know. <laughs> Still rocking though. We have a show. Can I plug? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know if this will be out in time. When's the show? June twenty seventh. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. When's that? What's today? Yeah, it's in two weeks. <laughs> it right? is. Okay. It's not yeah. this coming Friday. It's the Friday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have that up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're oh, plugging it then right now. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Uh, the twenty seventh. We're playing at the Public House in Rochester, New Hampshire. So come out. It's a free show. And who are we playing? With? Lonesome Atlantic is yeah. the other band we're playing with.
Uh, yes, Mom? I thought you couldn't do it until you go back from your honeymoon. Uh, I fixed that. I fixed that. Uh, my my mother-in-law went into our house oh, no, with her computer and plugged into my studio hard drives and emailed me this the stuff that I needed oh, to, oh, the resources wow. I needed to edit the show, so I will be able to edit the show before I get on a plane to Europe tomorrow. That was some Mission Impossible stuff there. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I called her, I said I, I needed a favor um, from my, I needed her to get something from my studio, so she went over to the house, she lives in our neighborhood now, and I went, uh, she went into the, into my studio and she called me up, she said, okay, I'm here, uh, I've got the lights on, uh, so is what is? Yeah, she's like, is, is the, when's the band showing up? <laughs> I said, okay, they're going to be there in about 20 minutes. I'm going to, there's going to be three songs. They'll expect mixes by the end of the day. Um, no, but she was able to, to hook she us up funny. and she saved the day. So this was going to have to, I, I drove all the way to New England from Ohio and then realized that I had brought everything I needed to get all my last minute work done except for the resources to edit the tone control episodes, all the little uh, nonsense guitar garbage and the intro, outro songs and stuff like that were all on the, on the hard drive. Yeah, all the squealies in case I throw any fucking curse words into the show. Can we do uh, an episode where all the squealies are vocalized? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on our volume knobs episode. <laughs> volume knobs. <laughs> and then one of them's just really. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll get some samples from you for that. Yeah, good to <laughs> You're on the hook, buddy. Uh, right. So thanks, Barbara, for saving the day. We'll get Thank this out you, in time. Awesome. Means you have to curse a lot. We, yeah, and even though we, we don't catch them all. <laughs> do, you, do, you have, do you even curse? We had actually, when I just put one in, I haven't, we've been not meeting our curse quota so far this episode. Hey, you got a lot last time. Well, the last one was a, a, was a curse heavy like, episode, right? We recorded late. The later do you want to curse, Mom? I can help. Oh. Give, give us, what, what's your, uh, give us a good one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. What do you, what do you, not so easy, is it? What do you say? What do you say when somebody cuts you off on the road? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even do it. Nancy, there's a room of bearded men expecting you to wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where comes the pressure? <laughs> Performance anxiety. Yeah, she sees the red recording light. She can't curse all of a sudden. Didn't you used to say dink? <laughs> Dink is like a comic book sound effect. Right. Mr. Dink. Is it onomatopoeia? Yeah, it's like dink. Like you, you bop somebody with a hammer. Or would that be? You pop? know, when you bash their skull into the hammer. Yeah, when you, dink. Look, when you crush a skull. And, oh, okay. Oh, I use Pekka Head. Yeah. There it is. Pekka Head. Pekka Head. Well, yeah, we've localized this episode, haven't we? All right. <laughs> well, what what else is going on? There must be something else we get. We get this many people in a room want to do an episode of a show about guitars and stuff. We've we got to have some discussion topics. That we oh, do we want to talk about rigs? Can we talk about your oh, rigs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's a good idea. idea. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. rigs. Let's talk rigs. Let's go clockwise. That's 
So Steven, what do you want to know? So what are we starting with? Uh, uh, what what is you? Do you have multiple guitars? No, only one. Only well, one. I have two. I just acquired a second guitar from my father. Actually, it's an Epiphone Sheridan. Cool. Okay, cool. Um, which is like it was his is like a mid eighties model, so it's nice and it's nice and old looking. It's yeah. cool. Um, but my main guitar that I use is a Warmoth Stratocaster build, um, and I love that guitar. It's just. I've very, seen photos that I've been unique. wondering about it's what exactly that is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, yeah, it's, a, it's an alder body with a burl maple top to it. Oh, I wanted God. something that just kind of had the frequencies of mahogany, which had, had a little more bite. So yeah. that's what the mahogany the, uh, maple tops were. Um, yeah, so that's got uh, two single coils and a humbucker in the bridge. Um, and from there, run into a a Mojo Hand effects Rook overdrive, mm-hmm. which is a pretty sweet little overdrive. And I haven't found a way to make it mesh with the new amp I have, which I'll get to that. Um, and then that goes into an EP booster from Exotic Effects. That's like one of my favorite pedals. Yeah, ever. best pedal ever made. I love that pedal <laughs> so much. And then it goes in, and I go into a uh, the Line 13, the Line 6 and 13 yep. from there. And from there, it goes into a Dr. Z Route 66. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> it's sassy. It's very sassy. I love that. <laughs> and it's a killer amp song. I just got that last month, and it's awesome. Off. It What's the story? So What's What are the specs on that? Uh, 32 watts. It runs off two KT66s. It has a 12AX7 preamp tune and EF86. We have 86 on Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, that's also in the preamp, but it's it like hits it. An EF86 is like a super gainy preamp tube, um, but he put it the way he designed it is after an old like transistor radio. So, hmm. um, but it usually that kind of squeals when you turn it like when you crank up an amp with an EF86 put in the wrong place and, oh, okay. and like the series it kind of squeals. But this one just adds more meat to the amp, so and then it's got a, a five. 5U4 rectifier tube in it. So cool. Is it a combo? A uh, head. Okay. Yeah, it's in a head form right now. Man. What's cool about that is it only has a treble bass and volume knob. But a and lot of those Dr. Z's are very simple. Right. Levels. So they're, are there like additive EQ, like the amp will get louder if you well, turn the, off the The trick up? is um, from zero to noon, um, or yeah, like just zero to halfway on the knob for bass and treble. It affects the EQ for both sides for bass or treble, but beyond that, it adds extra gain into uh-huh. into the signal. That's cool. And it cranks out more, cooks the preamp tubes a little more, mm-hmm. which wow. is cool. And what are you running it into? There's more. Shame to say this. Don't be. A but it shame. sounds great. It's, it does. It really does. Great. We it sounds good. It. it is. It is a Behringer 412 cabinet. That is beat to shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. It sounds great. Honestly, so. it was the first cab that I bought, and I still use it. Uh, we use the same exact Behringer cab, yeah. and they actually sound really damn good. Yeah, they awesome. do. Surprisingly well for a Behringer. Like, do you know what speakers not, are in it? I mean, I was trying to mine, are, mine are stock speakers in there. Okay. I think they're Jensen's. Oh, um, yeah. but you've got. I have two. Yeah. Might have two two of the stock and two Celestians in it, so cool. they might they usually mic the Celestians. Yeah, they're they're custom made hundred watt speakers. That's all it says. So they must have been made by Jensen for them. These cabs are ridiculously tough. Like they just <laughs> yeah, have gone yeah. everywhere for both of us. They've gone all over the place. 
I swear by them, man. I've been using them since like 2002 or three or something. Yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that cab. Nice. Yeah, it's awesome. And then for smaller stuff, I have a little 410 Marshall cab from the 80s. Where oh, cool. Had those with like the Super Wees or whatever. Wicked. Yeah, yep, that's my rig. Wicked pitch. Uh. Chris, What's up, up, Chris? All right, I play a Washburn ABT Force Five bass. Um, so I'm unsure of yourself. Is that a question? It's too many. Maybe you can tell us what he plays. That's all right. But I, like, I actually got it. I'm a wicked Craigslister. I got oh, yeah. like the end of a huge Craigslist trade, and uh, I once I played it, I couldn't let it go. It was my first <laughs> five string too, and I, I was like, why don't all basses just have five strings? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I really like it. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's active. It's, it sounds oh. awesome. Sounds meaty. Um, and then originally I had another Craigslist trade uh, base setup. I had a um, SWR. It's like the SMA or SM four hundred A or something. It was like the Redhead, like before oh, okay. before Fender bought them out, mm-hmm. um, which was a really awesome head. But the cab that I had was trash. Some guy like built it. It literally had no wood inside of it. <laughs> he, he put he made like this square, mounted the speaker to it, and put it in a flight case, and then oh no, cased it in foam. <laughs> so like anytime I gave it any power it just like farted and it sounded horrible <laughs> so I thought it was the head and I was reading online that the head was amazing never get rid of it yeah. and I got rid of the head and then I found out it was the, it was the cab yeah. um, but in more Craigslisting <laughs> I ended up with a, a pair of 1973 Ampeg VT22s um, awesome. and one of them had uh, original Fender Utah speakers in it Whoa. Like had some really nice stuff in it, so um, I ended up selling one to get the drum set that we had for a while. Um, but my main head is uh, <laughs> this is not what to do with the beard. <laughs> Sorry, the dog is is attacking them. Um, so yeah, so the head basically. You guys, if you want to post a picture, I can send a picture too. I yeah, totally yeah. re-encased the whole head um, because it was a combo. It was a 212 combo. And obviously the base, I was going to use those speakers. <laughs> so I built my own head case um, and put it in there. And it's great. It's got way too many tubes in it. Like if I ever have to retube it, I might as well just buy another amp. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nine in there. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, but it sounds great. And... I wanted to get a, a good cab for it, so I looked on Craigslist and found this guy in Cambridge who played stand-up bass, mm-hmm. and he had a Ampeg. It's another 73. It was a B25B, which is a 215 cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> so I was stoked to so find... So it's quiet. Right. <laughs> I was stoked to find, A, another Ampeg, B, one from the same year, yeah. which is sweet, and it had the original speakers in it, which is awesome. And the guy didn't like it because I guess for stand-up, you should use, like, 12s or 10s. Yeah. Because it was just too fluffy for him or something. Well, I don't know. But it sounds awesome. It, I'm still like trying to find the grit that I want. Because that yeah. amp is a 100-watt tube with no gain. No, like, oh, there's no master volume? There's nothing dirty. It's okay. just two channels like, and you can... Too much headroom. Yeah, yeah, you do have to put something in front of them. Yeah. Um, I had something similar to that. For, well, I had, a, I had a V4 and a V4B, which I played around both. Yeah. Um, I, with an 810, um, I I put a little bit of 
Yeah. It's the same. It's literally the yeah. same yeah. head. It, right, right. And, and so does it weigh like a million hundred pounds? pounds? Yeah, yeah. It's like the heaviest yeah. amp in the, the universe. The combo weighed, I think I weighed, it was like 108 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I had a little, I had one of those um, BK Butler real tube pedals yeah, that I, I, I was to put in front of it with just a touch of gain, just a little bit. Yeah. And it was always on, just had it sitting up there like beside the amps. Yeah. That was like the perfect. Um, it was all wrong. I was playing bass in a metal band, so yeah. it was not the right tone at all, but yeah. it was great tone. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. um, so it was all trebly. It was totally buried by the guitars, but it was fun. I've been really like, anytime we go see like uh, like Coyote or any of the local bands that use Sun amps, like, mm-hmm. those Coliseum lead heads with the bass sound of me. Like, I just love how disgusting they sound. <laughs> I want like that, like really nasty, gritty overdrive. But I don't really want to not use my head anymore. EP so. booster. I bet that'd be an easy way to get yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, that's that's what what I'm doing. You should try it. We'll try it out next time. Right. Get it's just the right line. amount of like. It's not a clean boost. Yeah. But it like does stuff, and it have a little mid focus too, which will be perfect for it. You two are my really describe so. what it does. <laughs> what the EP booster does. Do you put it just adds magic? Are you, are you using your amp for the drive? Yes. Okay. And uh, so it's EP is more of a. Just like a heavy rhythm boost right, okay. right now. I with the last amp I had, I just left it on all the time. Right. Okay. I know a lot of people do that. My, I put mine before my drive, so it like right. hits it harder, and I get like way more saturation. Yeah. <clears throat> and I had an M13, but I'm a yeah. bass player. I don't need to stack effects. <laughs> <laughs> and I found that literally I was using it just to tune. <laughs> I, like, I don't need a $350 tuning pedal, so I sold it and I bought the M5. But even now, like I usually, I don't use effects generally. So now I have a hundred dollar tuner. <laughs> but I figured, you know, if I were to spend a hundred bucks on a good tuner, I wouldn't have options that I could have with the M5. So, and mine six makes awesome stuff. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, so that's the end of my review. Nice. All right, I'm up, I'll go quick. Uh, let's see here. All right, so I have a Jackson guitar. I bought this Jackson guitar on eBay years ago because I love jazz and guitars. <laughs> um, I just, I was playing in a metal band at the time, so all I really cared about was just... Uh, was looking cool. Was being looking metal. cool yeah. and being metal. Yeah. And, and as you do. No <laughs> effects. I didn't have any effects. I just used, I used a, a Mesa dual rectifier uh, distortion on constantly, and that's it. And it was easy and fun, and I had a great time. That probably sounded killer. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. It was wicked fun. <laughs> and um, so... I've, I've kept that guitar. That's the only guitar I use right now, actually, is that Jackson. It's a uh, Jackson. It's a dinky. You guys like your dinkies. It's a dinky. Yeah, you guys talk about dinkies. <laughs> <laughs> All comes um, back to the dinky. Exactly. Right. It's a dinky. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's got a different headstock than like, the typical one. That's a DX, uh, M, DX MGT, I think it's called. <laughs> so it's pretty rad, though. Um, it's got EMG HZs in it, so they're... they're um, they're passive uh, EMGs. Oh, I was wondering about that. Um, they yeah. sound pretty good, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of it. I mean, uh, <laughs> this dog is incredible. <laughs> so I use that for a guitar, and um, I just bought last February, I bought um, an orange TH100 that is super awesome. Amazing. I'm a super big fan of it. Uh, I got it. Uh, because I, I've, I'd heard some bands that played Oranges Live, and I was just like, I, I got to get yeah. one of those. And yeah. I was looking at, um, I was looking at the website, and it, the description was it was it was Orange's highest gain amp. And I'm like, I know I'm in a 
post-rock band, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I just, I'm like the middle guy at heart, though, so I'm like, I have to get it. So, <laughs> I know fantasies. Seriously, dude, because I, I, my next project is a is an 80s hair metal band. Anyway, so, <laughs> I'm seriously. Do you schedule your life out like that? Like, yes. My next? Yes. Moment. Cool. Yeah. So, how, when does that project start? Uh, that'll start, um, Steven has taken up the gauntlet, might join me on that adventure. I get to work on my 80s, like, chops. His 80s chops, but that's okay. He'll get chops. there. That's fine. But, um, you know, probably sometime you could look forward to that in the next couple of years, I would think. Okay. Um, it's going to be awesome. I did you, sorry, did you factor the baby into the time? Uh, not really at the time. So it might be a little further away. Okay. From <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so I use that Orange TH100. It's awesome. It's just dual channel. Um, it's pretty disgusting. And then um, for pedals and C, I, I use, I have an EP Boost too as well. The Exotic Effects EP Booster. I got that because uh, Steven actually let me try out his and I was like, I love this thing. Yeah. I just love the tone it gives. It just gives it so much more flavor. So I remember the food reference. So I, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I got that and I really enjoy that. And I, of course, I was the first one to get the M13 and convince these guys to get one. I just yes. thought it was freaking awesome because it just, I had the DL4 and I was a yeah. big fan of that delay pedal. Um, but I wanted more than just that. And so, I looked online, I saw that you get this M13, which has all of those effects, mm -hmm. plus like all their other stomp box. And I'm like, well, it's the obvious choice. And it's yeah. pretty cheap. I got on eBay for 350, I think. Mm -hmm. So I run that through the effects loop, which does make a huge difference, oh, actually. Really? Yeah, it does make a huge huh. difference with um, time-based effects and yeah. stuff. Because yeah, you know, if it goes in the front and I put my distortion on, it just sounds cruddy and everything's Oh, right, muddy. because you're using amp distortion. Exactly, right. I, I use the amp distortion. So putting okay. it through the, the effects loop um, is, is wonderful. and it. Totally changes it. So, so then you're great. not using that. You're so you're only using the M13 for time and, and like modulation. Basically, stuff. I don't use it for distortion, and okay. I don't, I don't even use any of the modulation. I really use it just for reverb and delay right okay. now. Um, I don't really have a need in any of our songs right now, except for there's one I think I use a. I don't even remember. It doesn't matter, but um, yeah, mostly time time based cool. effects and stuff yeah. like that, and it, it kicks ass. So I use that, and I think that's pretty much it. I use that Behringer cap. So yeah, and. Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to see it. It's a great cab. I stand by it. I use it for you. You don't feel bad if you drop it or something. Do you? No, yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's not like that. the serious yeah. investment you have right, the definitely cab. Do you do you feel weird though putting the orange amp on top of the Behringer cab? Well, it doesn't have the Behringer sign on it anymore. Oh, it's you took the oh, I see. It's just a sweet black cab. It's awesome. So you don't know what it is, but it sounds great anyway. Band I used to be in took a Behringer cab, and then we swapped the speakers out from a Marshall, so that we we figured that it would be less likely to be stolen. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet. And we just why we and you left the labeling it. on and oh yeah yeah yeah. But when yeah, you pop them, I mean, they steal a Behringer cab. Like, they were the uh, <laughs> the Celestials. They were the Celestials. Nice, that's hilarious. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, I guess we don't care about your rig because it's No, drums. I hit things. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? I just play in bands with dudes that have awesome gear, so. <laughs> it's true. That's how you got to do it, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Matt's our newest addition, though. Yep, brand new. Yeah. New drummer. Yay. 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 This will be our first show on the 27th. Yep. With him. With the baby. Yeah. Wait, did you just say punch a baby? <laughs> no, I beat out the baby. <laughs> oh, because that could was, also be misinterpreted. I was here first. <laughs> It was tentative because my baby was on the way. It's supposed to be born the 23rd. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> the baby's out of the way. He can play the show. We can play the show. It's good. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Good, good. Oh, I just been me getting into the band. Who wants to talk? Who wants to go? Adam wants to go? Can go, yeah. Let's see if I remember. Uh, <laughs> up for sale, I have a... <laughs> 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 so, uh, I've got three instruments now that I don't touch. So that, I got that going for me. But the uh, trashy bass that I bought just to basically beat the hell out of on eBay was a Washburn. Very yes. similar to yours, actually. Yeah. Uh, just to beat the hell out of it because uh, sometimes, you know, holding on to a tree trunk that is my six string, just sometimes you don't want to put that much effort in the stretching the handouts. Yeah. And you want something normal. To compare it to, uh, that one sits in the corner, and I weep at it. So it's the opposite of the Beatles. <laughs> Remind me of what I should be doing, but uh, I don't really know any numbers of that one, so I don't have much to offer on that. But, uh, next in line is the uh, six string, which was Justin can probably comment more on this one, but uh, we picked it up from the legendary, most legendary Exeter. Uh, guitar builder on High Street, anyway. Uh, Pete Diodati, who uh, I think rendezvoused with some Korean in uh, the Washburn factory. Yeah, he discovered that if you send the yeah if you send the Koreans a letter and say, "Can you please make a guitar that basically has the same specs as whatever Washburn or Gibson or whatever it is?" They have no honor, and they'll just make whatever you want <laughs> and slap your headstock on it. Yeah, you know, but I'll tell you what. Uh, we played out with that bass for years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just gorgeous looking. Uh, double truss rod. Uh, tiger maple. Gorgeous paint. I mean, what I thought were Bartolini's or not. But <laughs> uh, decent bridge, you know, uh, right through the body. And, uh, you know, we beat the living hell out of that, too, for years. Yeah. And uh, it's just snazzy looking. I don't know that it's anything wonderful or worth anything, but... Uh, I certainly thought so when I was 19. So. It's a pretty good time. <laughs> it's a pretty good, yeah, it's not like a collector it. piece because you have yeah. to have a brand that somebody knows, right? Exactly. So when you get a, like a basically a... What's the beauty of having a guitar with some random guy from Exeter, New Hampshire's name on it? Yeah. You just don't know. <laughs> so you can say whatever right. the hell you want. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but the other thing I have, which I should have brought, but doesn't fit on a motorcycle, is the 1965 Goya Rangemaster hollow body single cutaway with accordion pickup controls. <laughs> it's called uh, the to toaster buttons. Yeah. They call and uh, them. weird F-holes in the bottom of the thing for some reason. That's awesome. Super <laughs> cool. Uh, found in a hoarder's house was given to me as a birthday present by nice. my now, uh, well, my mother's husband, so new daddy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> really cool thing that I now it's got me thinking, well, you know what, I'm going to start picking this up again. So that's... Those are the Good. Really cool, man. Pretty cool stuff. That's cool. The SVT Pro. Nice. Yeah, the SVT yeah. Pro and the 810. 810. <laughs> Which, I have to ask you guys, I've been out of it for a little while. I go to shows now, and I, pretty much to me, it looks like they're playing with practice amps. When did that happen? Because... I don't go to too nice many shows anymore, but yeah. I, I feel like I don't see eight tens around like. No, you don't. you don't. Nah. I mean, or they're they're lining in directly. I'm like, well, why the hell was I carrying? Do you? This thing yeah. Do you like carrying it? No, I don't. That's yeah, why that's I don't probably why nobody else does it. You don't need it. 
Yeah, yeah, all the shows lately yeah. where they DI the bass anyways. Well, you know, places these days like, have PAs, I guess. Right. Well, when we when yeah. we used to play out, the, right? I mean, every uh, the the sound guy is going to come at you with a DI, right? Um, but we would uh, instead of using his DI box, his or her, instead of using the sound guy's DI box, we would. We would just take the XLR because it has an the SVT has an output yeah. on the back, which is yeah. going to be after at least after the phase inverter, um, so it'll at least sound um, a little more a little more ampy. Yeah. Um, so that's how we always used to do it, which is better for everybody. I mean, the, right, right. In most situations, your speaker is there for it's a monitor. In the, right, it's a it's a stage monitor. It's sometimes with guitar, it's. It has to do with your playing because when you're using like gainy, really distorted sounds and stuff, that matters. But uh, for the most part, it's a stage monitor, especially for bass. So I don't know. I would say, yeah, I would say that SVT3 or SVT3, no, the SVT Pro, keep that. You find some schmuck that'll buy the 810 off you that doesn't realize that it's impossible to carry around yet. Right. And then get, um, like, go to um, Avatar speakers where I got my speakers from. Get two of their 210 bass cabs yeah. with their custom eminent speakers in them. They'll be the most brilliant things. The, one of those will, will handle all the power that that SVT will throw at it. Or if you want to get spend more money and have less money in your wallet, go to, go to Orange and get their... Uh, <laughs> that one that's got four... It's a 410, but it's the size of a 210. It's like a oh, really? or something. Yeah. Huh. So it handles a ton of watts, yep. but it has the footprint of a 210. Because they actually angle the speakers like at each other, so they work some... Oh, weird. Yeah. So it's like a sub box. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like two, with yeah. two 210 cabs, you can stack them for a 410 when you're out of the show. But right. if you're playing at home, I only just use one cab. I only to move that speaker one more time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last time. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm done. I carry the 215, which is... It's not as big as the fridge, but... It's a, it's still a pain. <laughs> John, John's ducking out. Sorry, got a baby. No, got, got, a, no, man, got a baby. You, you, right. you probably shouldn't have even Thank been you. here this long. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Good to see you again, man. I had a, an interesting guitar come my way through a bunch oh, of Craigslist yeah, yeah. trading. I had a 1965K Galaxy. Oh, it's a sweet. Cool. I foolishly got rid of it. Because I traded it because we needed a drum set because our drummer left. Yeah. And our new drummer, his kit was being used by his church. So I was like, we need a kit at the house. Uh-huh. So I ended up trading it. But that guitar was nasty. It had the original, mm-hmm. I forget what kind of pickup it was. But just like a one single little pickup. Mm-hmm. And I was looking online after after I realized what I traded it. And I was like, that thing's worth way more. Than <laughs> way more than a drum kit. Was. But using that thing with the, uh, the Ampeg. VT22, it would just feed back for days. It sounded awesome. I loved it. <laughs> Man. But I should have kept it. I, I, I keep surfing Craigslist hoping to find like the thing. I've got a couple guitars that I like, but I would be willing to trade if yeah, it was right. like the thing. It was yeah, and thing. it hasn't happened yet, but it's, it's fun to look. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. keep cruising through. It's hoping to find something awesome. Mm-hmm. I love trading on Craigslist. I started like to get the amp that I have now, I started with a uh, um, Fender Rhodes, a Mark One. Oh, cool! I got that for a snowblower. <laughs> I got it for free. Um, oh, man. So that was cool, and I loved playing that. And I was like, I don't play keys or anything, but it was cool to have. And I yeah. put that, put the M13 or that through the M13. Yeah, it was pretty sick. And it was just I could just sit down there for hours and just like play with all the space effects. And, wow! And it was set up really like growly too, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
that thing's way too heavy to move around. Square. Yeah, if you have the whole roads like yeah, that's ridiculous. And everything. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are cool. They sound great. Yeah. You want to talk about your rig? My rig. Justin's Justin got lots of guitars. I'm his rig. <laughs> my, my, my rig is an, or was an SM58 t- taped to a mic cable. So <laughs> when I was in an active band. So. Well, Tyler's got the AC15 now. That's true. Nice. That's That's good. I, I'm beginning to start my journey on, you know, the road toward guitardom. Yeah, that's um, a hell of a that's starting a way point. To start. Yeah, no, <laughs> now that I'm not just a dedicated vocalist. Yeah, so awesome. Man. Well, I uh, I traded a recording session. I traded basically. I recorded an EP for a guy who built amps. Who mm-hmm. who built the amps that I have at my studio? I basically so I yeah I traded recording and e- recording and mixing an EP for him to build a uh, a little practice amp practice sized amp. For my dad, who, so it's like a, it's like a champ, but with a bigger cab and a and a twelve inch speaker in it, mm-hmm. and with some extra space, so it's really nice. And he put a he put a little boost circuit in it too, which is it's pretty simple. Out. Yeah, he right. He he put a I think he put a Jensen in it, and I. <laughs> no, I put the Celestian Green back in it. I put the the twenty five oh, watt Green back. What it came with, right? Yeah. Um, which is a nice speaker for that because it, it it quieted down the amp even a little bit more. It was already not super loud, but it's like a, it's a single 6v6 and tone and a volume. A to- volume and a tone control. That's <laughs> awesome. old man. Yeah, so that's Sometimes fun. that's all you need, you know? Yeah, but Dad has lots of... Talk about your guitars. You have so many guitars. I've got one of each. Okay. <laughs> one, one of each guitar. All of the guitars. <laughs> That's not exactly what he meant. <laughs> That's what I meant. But it was it was funnier. All right. Well, I've got a classical guitar. Yeah. I've got a real good acoustic. Um, I've got a well. It's a Taylor nine fourteen C. You can say the numbers. Everybody else has been saying the numbers. I know. I know. But it, it sings. I had yeah. a, for for years. I had D thirty five. I used to sing a Martin D thirty five. And so the Martin D thirty five was That's like pre nineteen seventy six. Oh, cool. Because I'm an old man, right? So so it didn't ha- have an adjustable truss rod. So the intonation was out and it drove me crazy, you know. And uh, so I kept looking for a guitar that had tone that was comparable for you know for an acoustic guitar so i got this 914c but since then i've been getting more interested in jazz in my old age just to keep my brain alive so i went back to electric guitar so really these two guys have been helping me to get to know some of the new effects and things that are out there now so it's really been interesting starting to build a uh uh yeah to build an effects pedal but i mean i don't need much for what i'm playing because i'm playing with a bunch of old guys and just playing jazz standards and things but for guitars i I love that taylor acoustic so i got the taylor t5 yeah, with Which the is really, in the next room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is sweet. That's that's what I really enjoy playing because the action, I've got a little arthritis in my hands, and the action is just just touching. You know, it's just it's just so light. But also the tone on it, the way you know you've seen the T5s and the way they're set up, it's got an amazing range of tone. And then I wanted I wanted a, something with a tremolo, or well, well with the uh, the Bigsby. Um, so I got a T3 with a Bigsby, 
uh, on that's, the back of that. That's the one with the humbuckers on the front of yeah. it. The T5 actually looks like a like a slim acoustic guitar, and it's got this... Oh, little, right, with that single gold. Yeah, oh, it's, so it's got a bunch of transducers right, like in the bridge and mistake. stuff. It's got a transducer in the bridge. It's got a, a single coil under the, the, right, the base of the neck. Yeah, that's like invisible. It's like right, under the right. soundboard. It's got two transducers inside it. So you can, you're supposed to, you can get a really good electric sound out of it, but mm-hmm. it also gets a real good acoustic sound. So that, but then the, uh, the T3B with the Bigsby on it, mm-hmm. I just recently switched the pickups out on that, and I got the Stonewall pickups. Scott Miller, who makes Stonewall pickups, replaced the pickups. And that was kind of his, I was just reading that they do make a high-gain pickup that you can order on that from Taylor. But the uh, uh, the uh, it really brought it to life. The the uh, Stonewall pickups really did make a big difference. A wide range of tone, much more interesting guitar to play. Because I wasn't picking it up much. Right. But I'm a big fan of pickup swaps. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. You know, custom, yeah. custom wound pickups and, and it, you know, and Scott know has known me for a while because he's been working on my guitar. So he kind of set it up, knowing the kind of playing that I do. And it's, it's really good. I'd recommend them. Although there's a uh, Derek was playing it the other day and discovered that there was loose wire when pickups cutting in and out, so I'll take it right back to him and he'll fix it. <laughs> it could be, it could be, it sounded like it could could have been at the switch too. It could have been yeah, something could he be never touched. Yeah, things things get old, you know, solders get old and switches wear out. Yeah, yeah, um, that's moving parts, man. Yep, I cool. love cars, still do. Well, that was this is it was pretty fun. Did we, yeah. did we pretty much do an episode? I think I mean, so. We kind of did. We did like, we did like two. <laughs> we did practically two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, because that's counting in time code, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, what, what am I doing? There we go. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's about the size I think, of it. I, I think guess that's. I think that's it. We, we should. Is that it? We should. We should give Pedal Genie one more mention. Yeah. Yeah, so I, th- I insist that you do it. Oh, I, what do I always say? I can't remember now. <laughs> you just say, oh, "You're trying to trick me into doing it for you, <laughs> son of a bitch." Uh, this episode of the Tone Control is brought to you by Pedal Genie. Uh, all your pedal wishes granted. Go to pedalgenie.com/tonecontrol and sign up for just a dollar. Sweet. That's what we say. That's what we say. So thanks to our incredible, awesome studio audience. And uh, we'll put links in the show. We'll put a vessel song in the show, and we'll put links in. What's your What's your website? Where do you want people to bother you? Vesselnh.com. Vesselnh.com. That can link you to our. We got a Twitter that we never use. (laughs) We got a Facebook that we use often. Right. (laughs) Um, And then we got like we got everything. Pretty much anywhere you can put us, we're there. We're on iTunes, Xbox, whatever. Xbox is that. That's, yeah, you can download music on Xbox, you know? Huh. And you can get Vessel on there. What? You can get Vessel on Xbox, everybody. So Better than buy Xbox. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go get an Xbox now. <laughs> All right, that's cool. And you can find the Tone Control. What's our? How come I never know our addresses? I don't know. We've been tone, doing this for 17 episodes. ToneControlShow.com. Tone, the, the Tone Control at what? gmail.com. ToneControlShow.com. Right? That's what I said. Yeah, ToneControlShow.com. Oh, ToneControlShow at gmail.com. Yep. Oh man! Yep. Uh, like just being Chinese for a second. Right? <laughs> I think they're gonna figure it. <laughs> at the Tone Control at yep. on Twitter and, and Facebook.com/slash the Tone Control. Ta-da! Ta-da! You did it. It's done. <laughs> All right. 
and that'll be that'll be great. Just send us a note. I mean, yeah. let us know that we're not the only ones. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Mostly <laughs> that. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, this is, this concludes this very special episode of the Tone Control live from New England. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Thanks, everybody. Woo! That was great. That was great.